Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce and Joyce. It's Monday morning. The Golden Globes are back on TV, or at least in a reputable format. And uh, we're going to talk about the nominations. They're back so hard that NBC broadcasts the nominations. Couldn't watch it on YouTube. No. Um, but I really missed the YouTube stream from last year. I missed Snoop Dogg. I didn't understand why it's not on YouTube because even the Oscars stream on YouTube. But that's they, they you know, they're so old school now. They want you to turn on your TV. Right. NBC. For uh, so they're back. So we're <laughs> going to do film first and then another video for TV, which is uh, a delight. I can't wait for talk to talk about TV. This is uh, our Froyo divide in yes. honor of my friend. Right. Rachel. So. But we're here for the nomination choice for film. I got to say, I did not do do smashingly i would argue but uh did, did anyone i want to know if anyone got a supporting actress completely right i my ac- my accuracy overall it looks like was about 69 percent, but my accuracy in supporting actress was 20 percent. So. amazing <laughs> uh, so let's go through we'll go through the nominations and talk about this uh and wow the globes are back i'm just so excited it's a it's a real thing um so drama picture choice the nominees were Avatar, uh, Elvis, The Fablemans, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. I did not have Avatar in because we talked about this last week. It didn't seem like maybe they had seen it in time, but obviously they did. I So I had last night, Sunday night, um, I, I put in Avatar for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and then I took it out. Um, but I did keep James Cameron in for director. So I, I got 50-50 on that. I didn't, I didn't um, because I my my feeling was that um, as I was just telling you before we started recording, um, I dropped Woman Talking for Avatar for those ten minutes, and my feeling was that Woman Talking was gonna be like the one night in Miami of this year, where we have like a lot of it's like a, a good movie and we have a lot of high expectations for it, and, and it doesn't quite perform to those expectations. Yes. Um, and uh, One Night Miami didn't do that do that poorly with the HFPA but women are talking dead. So it performed worse. <laughs> yes. Uh, we kind of been like, I feel like that's been in the air. At least we've been talking about it, how women talking maybe not, uh, has not gotten out of the starting gate really well, even though it premiered all the way back at Telluride. I saw the first screening of it at Telluride, a uh, solid movie, really good. And just has been completely pushed aside by so many other movies. It feels like even as it's yeah, coming and out then it got, it, the release, they got pushed back. So it's, being released on the 23rd now instead of december 2nd um 
And then we talked like a couple weeks ago about how, you know, we're all just assuming it'll win adapted screenplay, but maybe it won't like kind of like Power of the Dog style last year where we just thought this was locked. We've been thinking it would win adapted screenplay for sure. And then also like seemed likely to be at least in competition for the SAG Ensemble Award. And I do not have it in SAG Ensemble. I don't think it'll be in getting in either. And I don't know about this screenplay win. I mean, I definitely think Sarah Potter will get nominated because the category, as we've talked about, is is barren at the Oscars. But uh, not a yeah, great so this, sign. Yeah, I, I if, if I had just kept Avatar last night, I, I would have gotten this five for five. <laughs> I had women. I had the woman king here. Uh, I'm actually a little surprised it didn't do better uh, with the HFPA. But, uh, you know, Avatar probably... I'm gonna in my mind, I'm gonna say Woman, Woman King was sixth, even though I have no proof of that. Just to make myself feel better, Joyce. <laughs> uh, even though the Woman King got one fewer nomination overall than Woman Talking. Yes. Today. <laughs> I'm going for it. Uh, but it got a bigger nomination, I would argue, right? For Viola, at least. Not that they're all big nominations, I guess, Joyce, but uh for drama actress, this one I got four out of five as well. I think most and, people got four out of five. <laughs> though I will say a lot of people after we spoke last week about this were were were, were stumping for Anna de Armas here, and she ended up getting in. She has a lot of stands. Uh, so the nominees for this category were Kate Blanchett, Olivia Coleman, Viola Davis, Anna de Armas, and Michelle Williams. So we got four out of five there. Uh, I, I missed on Danielle Deadweiler, who you also probably missed on. I think most people miss this. <laughs> And I thought she could have won this at the Globes. So the fact that she didn't get nominated yeah. after missing at the Spirit Awards, not a lot of good data points collecting for, for her at this point. She she won the Gotham Award, the which is voted on by five people. Yes, and she wasn't there, it seemed, to accept it. So she didn't really get the bump of uh, visibility no. that the Gotham Awards provide. Do you know who's a huge fan of her performance? Cher. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, Marley Matlin and Patricia Arquette. Yes, yeah. But, um, so she's got those three votes locked down. But least. a lot of other, so missed at the Spirit Awards, which were like, huh, missed here. Uh, was a runner-up, I believe, uh, though, over the weekend at the LA. Yeah, uh, the LA's um, gender-neutral acting categories with two winners and two runners-up. And she was one of the runners-up in the lead uh, performance category. Yes, um, with Michelle Yeoh. Um, so still, yeah. obviously, I think, on the short list of people who could get an Oscar nomination and Best Actress, but one I mean, of these... I w- it, like if if you're if you're still predicting her for the Oscar win right now, you might want to reconsider that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm still considering her for a nomination. Well, yeah, no, we're not talking about the nomination. Yeah. We're talking yeah. about the win. The win. <laughs> I know I a lot of people are still on the win boat for right. her, but I mean, this just kind of goes back to what we've always said about the movies, like the visibility issue. And like she has always, you know, the possibility has always been a table of her just being a lone nominee if it doesn't get into song right. or costumes. Um, and and picture has felt like a, more of a reach as the weeks have gone on since the movie opened and did not do that well. Um, I I think so. living. I'm sorry. Till is a movie that reminds me a lot of other movies here. That if it was the Oscars of like a man called Otto, frankly, it would be in this category too. If it was the Oscars of like the early 2000s or 1990s, it would be a best picture nominee probably. And like she would get a best actress nomination and maybe like two or three other nominations. But in the modern Oscar times, it feels like you're the, the push to get people to watch the movie is too great. There's too many options. 
and not only the subject matter, but just the idea that like this movie's came out, didn't make the biggest noise at the box office and now is like gone and people aren't really talking about it except for her. I don't know. I just feel like it's like a different time and it's tough to break through. I also feel like maybe the, like, you know, the, I mean, we know the subject matter is very, is not dark, but it's just serious. Right. Right. And um, it might not be the, the most, um, like screener friendly I guess if you're just kind of like looking for something to watch it might be lower on your list um but also I don't know how it's a it's such an American story that I don't know if it plays that well to right. international voters and they've added like a hundred more voters from all around the world so um, so we'll see yeah. that was a the not not the greatest day though for for the Daniel Deadweiler stands out there no um but then yeah everyone else um well, I, I will say that, like when uh, when they read like Anna Darmus's name, I was like, did Michelle Williams get snubbed? But then she was the next one. Yes. So I was like, oh, Danielle got snubbed. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I, I like this category. I mean, like, I think Olivia Coleman is definitely on the fringe for an Oscar nomination as well. I don't think that that will happen. But like we said, you can't count her out. She's Olivia Coleman. If I was I mean, doing the is, Oscars, this, I would say this the way this category shook out today this is exactly what Viola Davis needed basically because I mean like we both had both of them in Viola and Olivia but the fact that I mean I would say for the Oscars for sure people are predicting uh Danielle ahead of Viola right Viola is like seen as the fifth right nominee there so the fact that like like Viola still made it in over Danielle the heavily predicted Oscar contender and like it's good for her even though there's obviously no overlap between these memberships but the Roman King has always been like I think it's been underestimated this whole season even though it's been a box office hit and you know it made AFI and NBR the past couple days I've become more bullish on the woman King Joyce a movie I really liked that I was like kind of ran away from like yeah like I've I've had Viola in since I saw the movie like this whole time like I'm actually I the woman King I had her in until Margot and I took her out for Margot who also got nominated here later we'll talk about um, I'm just going to keep Margot Robbie and I probably will move Viola in maybe for Danielle. I think that Margot would be like a pretty significant, like, I think that is going to be such a noisy performance that I think she gets in over Danielle. And I think Babylon will make a bigger splash than Till, even though Babylon is more polarizing. I mean, I'm making no changes. So uh, for drama actor, nominees were Austin Butler, uh, Brendan Fraser, Joyce, Hugh Jackman for The Sun. We have a sighting of The Sun incredible bill nye for living off his great uh la film critics association lead actor win or lead performance win excuse me i'll get that right someday and jeremy pope for the inspection um i got three out of five same i had jeremy pope in here for like months me and too then, like <laughs> last week i dropped him for uh gabriel labelle because my other one was tom cruise <laughs> and my other one was will smith uh so we talked about would will, will tom cruise get nominated and would that his uh, his returning of the Globes have any bearing on that? I thought maybe he would get nominated because he returned the Globes. He's nominated as a producer, obviously, for Top Gun Maverick. So he still gets a nomination at this year's Globe ceremony. But also, I don't know that the performance is like a awards worthy performance. Not no, that, that's been the, the whole thing where we're just kind of we're just 
falling backwards into predicting Tom Cruise for the Oscar nomination. Yes. And it would yeah. be great. I love him in the movie and I love Tom Cruise, but it's like, he's been a better actor, I would argue, or like more performance-based actor in a lot of other movies. And this is like a movie star playing Pete Maverick, a uh, Pete Mitchell Maverick, Pete Maverick Mitchell. Maverick is his wow. call sign. This is your favorite movie of the year and you can't get his name right. Um, But yeah, I don't know if he'll get in. They went and, and I guess we'll see. I don't, I still don't, I don't, I don't know what I would do for the Oscars. Like I'm not putting, I don't think I would put you Jackman in for the sun as my uh, Oscar for fifth spot. But I think the other four, Austin Butler, Brendan Fraser, Bill Nye and Colin Farrell feel really sad. Um, I don't think I'm going to do anything to my Oscar actor lineup. Like I have Tom and Bill in the other slots anyway. So, right. But I mean, if, if Tom misses it sag, I'm sure you're going to do something um yeah i mean it, it just depends on like who would get in over him there too which is what we've had a trouble so had a tough time that's finding. like <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna get in here uh i don't like i don't overreact to things like immediately after like nominations and stuff like i like to wait i right. know you you like to react right away well yeah because i just think it like confirms what i'm expecting and then i'm just like i'm gonna do smooth this i like i like to wait for like the bigger picture before i do sure. anything. like i think about things but right, right. I'm I'm not impulsive like that. Right. <laughs> uh, I would say if Will Smith wasn't going to get nominated here, like I said last week, I don't think that is going to happen anywhere else. I I just feel like that movie's been like I that movie needed raves, really. It and had it one. It had up. like one rave, and. It's been a, it's just been a non-starter outside of that so and i will say like you know, i don't want to read too much into it but like we've talked like we get a lot of emails joyce do we you didn't make up any of them no no i'm saying in real life like from like we about the movies we get a lot of emails oh, oh you not, mean not from, to like, us though so if you want to email yeah. us uh, slugfestigoldderby.com you can do it um no just in general from like uh, publicists and all yeah. these different things and i would say if you had to make a list of the amount of emails i got about emancipation this year it would fit in one hand, uh, probably. They, I feel like I've gotten more since the release. I've gotten a lot. The, I've gotten like five times the amount of emails about RRR as example, which to me is just like means nothing, but it's like another data point where I'm like, well, there's a lot, they're at least really aggressively trying to email people about it, right? In the industry or the business or the journalism business or whatever it's we do. It's just another screening. I mean, we know they were very calculated about the rollout of yes. emancipation. Yes. So there were not a lot of screenings for that. Right. Either, so. um, next up, Joyce, I have best motion picture musical or comedy. I guess we could do that and then we'll go back to supporting, I guess. That's my list, at least, I have. Uh, That's we usually have... the layout that they have. So yeah. I don't know. Right. <laughs> because supporting combines both of them. Sure. So. So Babylon, The Banshees of Inisherin, Everything Everywhere, Glass Onion, and your favorite movie of the year, Joyce, Triangle of Sadness. I don't know why you think that's my favorite movie of the year. I know you don't like the movie, but I don't know why you think it's my favorite. It's not. I know. I'm just busting your chops. I know. But like, why do you think it's my favorite? Just because you because talked you don't about like it so and I've been predicting it. Yes. <laughs> I got I got it in. You didn't get it in. I didn't. You know what I put in at the last second? Like an idiot RRR. Because you, you you like to hope dick your faves and you yeah. anti dick movies you don't like. Yes, it's true. Yeah, I don't do that. Like I don't even like Triangle Sagnos that much, but I'm like they'll go for it. So, <laughs> so I got four out of five, and I guess you got five out of five. Um, that I did. So nothing surprising here at all. <laughs> um, but I just yeah, like you had the menu right as your fifth. 
I had the menu. I switched to RR and Triangle of Sadness. Clearly, yeah. I didn't predict because I didn't want to. But I mean, it makes sense that it got in. So nothing here is that surprising. The other thing with like, because I wasn't going to drop Triangle of Sadness, but then I was like, because I didn't have it anywhere else. Because So I was like, is this going to be the only nomination it would get? And I was like, I don't have room for it in screenplay. So the next, my next option is for Dolly De Leon. And I did not put her in. Oh, uh, Joyce, you would have added. That would have, that was good logic. I know that's what I was thinking this this is what I did yesterday when I made numerous changes so it was probably a wash with my changes <laughs> so funny um yeah nothing to say here I think everything everywhere remains like the strong favorite to win obviously and there you go yeah I think it'll win this and then I think Banshees will win screenplay down later yes uh for film uh comedy actress from musical comedy actress uh leslie manfield for mrs harris goes to paris marco robbie for babylon anya taylor joy for the menu emma thompson for good luck to you leo grand and michelle yo for everything everywhere and that's another one where i got four out of five joyce and i i lost out on leslie manville because i kept julie roberts i got five out of five because i i abandoned my faves julia and george so Man, I can't believe I, I was put the Leslie one back in because I was like, she's gonna, she's gonna get in. I can't <laughs> I was believe like, that's it. a very Globes pick. Uh, it is. Um, again, pretty expected here. I don't think anybody was surprised by this list. Um, no. Um, yeah, I, I, like there was that, like the not confusion, but just um, you know, like thought that maybe they would put. Uh, Kiki Palmer or like Janelle Monet in lead, but they didn't. No. So, um, there you go. Uh, I think Michelle Yeoh will win, seemingly. Yeah, a lot of these, like winner wise, a lot of these, um, are very obvious. Yes. So. <laughs> uh, for comedy musical actor, this was our favorite category going in, and I only got three out of the five. Uh, Diego Calva for Babylon, Daniel Craig for Knives Out or Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, Adam Driver for White Noise. Colin Farrell for the Banshees of Inisherin and Ray Fiennes for the menu. I got three to five. I got four. I had Tom Hanks and Adam Sandler as my misses. I don't know why you wouldn't put in Rave. Uh, I kind of just forgot about it. And I'd rather do Hanks and Sandler. Like I clearly thought the menu was going to do well, but I don't know. That's, that's why it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, I don't think Rafe is, I thought Tom Hanks, my thinking was Tom Hanks for a man called Otto is like the most globesy thing in the world. And Adam Sandler was more of a hope diction. And I really don't like the menu. And so there you go. <laughs> See, again, you're anti-dicting. Yes. See? <laughs> Did not like it. I don't think it's good for me. So. <laughs> Rafe is good in the menu, though. He's fine. He's good. See, uh, again, he's better than He's probably better than Tom Hanks and A Man Called Otto. But um, I had uh, Adam Driver in here a while ago. Me so too. I wish I Long it. time. But then I would have gotten a perfect score here. It's not that I don't like that movie, Joyce. It's just I was like, no one is talking about it. And I didn't really think that they would even have seen it or pay attention to it. White noise? Yeah. I they would they have seen it. Like it's it's been out. Like Right. No, I know it's been out, but it's not like it, it just doesn't seem like I guess it doesn't seem like a priority to see. Like it is out now. Like people could have seen it in theaters, probably a very small amount of theaters. It comes to Netflix, like we said, on the lost daughter slot on like December 30th or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just felt like it's not nobody's paying attention to it so i thought they wouldn't either but yeah, i'm but like, like fine with also need to in. fill out these slots outside of colin daniel and diego <laughs> right and really like rafe so right 
Yeah. Uh, Sandler, man, he was great. And Colin will win here, seemingly. Colin is one is steamrolling at this point, Joyce. Colin is having a great week, and I don't want to get my hopes up because um I I would vote for him to win the Oscar, but I don't like to hope deck my faves. Well, we've talked Unlike about you, so <laughs> we are we are uh, definitely not surprised it is, is shaping up to seemingly Colin versus Austin. Yeah, well, to be fair, Austin has not won anything yet, but that's also not surprising because that's not a, a critic's performance. And he's so going to be won a lot. Of, he's won a lot of breakthrough awards yes. in quotes. Um, so, and it feels like people think they can like cover him there while giving best actor to someone else. Too. And it's also he was always seemed like a much obvi- more obvious televised winner. So yeah, win- like the only his only <laughs> loss, so to speak, that is surprising is MBR because they love yeah. Warner Brothers. And uh, uh, NBR is also more like mainstream. Mm -hmm. Um, So it it felt like he or Brendan could win there and and they just went with Colin too. So, I I mean, Colin is definitely becoming like the Cape Blanchett of the actors. I mean, I would love to see it. Like it could still completely pivot in when, when the televised awards start. But I think the good thing is, is like he does have his own category here at the Globes. So he will still win. He's not like going up against right. Austin and Brendan at the Globes. So, so this is like, this is him, his award. So I, so he gets to make a speech. So we'll have seemingly Colin and, Bre- and Austin would win at the Globes. That would be my picks now. I, yes, I, I've, I've had Austin Same. anyway. So, and then the later that next week, though, this is in January. We're now flash forward a month to January. Then that next weekend is the Critics' Choice Awards. Assuming Colin and Austin will both be nominated there. In theory, Colin should win at the Critics' Choice Awards choice because he's the critical choice. Yeah, but, you know, Olivia Coleman didn't win and they tied Lady Gaga and Glenn Close days after Glenn uh, pulled off an upset at the Globes. So so maybe they'll tie Colin and Austin. Maybe. And then we'll have SAG Awards, I think would be like the big moment for one of these guys. Well, BAFTA's yeah. first. right but i don't think bafta matters as much because well it's 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 more that like it's it's before so then there's a couple days of sag voting but i don't think a lot of people vote at the end anyway um but it's like like colin would have the edge there but i also would not be surprised if if austin austin just needs to get in there so he needs to be top three because the jury is not going to pick him no he could be top three because it's a he very could be top year. three because they're just gonna you know they, they just keep changing it every year next year will be top four so if um, he's top three and he gets in that's good and then even if colin wins there and then sag awards i think that you could make the case it's a coin flip basically sag i could see sag i could see colin and kate losing because they're just not there are it's not that their performances are like anti-sag but it's that they're up against people that are more sag friendly Certainly. So, like, Colin right now is giving Casey Affleck in Manchester by the Sea, who absolutely dominated Craig's Awards, who also lost to LA just like Colin did yesterday. And he, of the big award, the televised awards, he lost SAG to Denzel, who gave a very SAG-friendly, yelly performance, yes. and who had also never won SAG before and is a legend and an icon. Um, and that was basically the only thing he lost. <laughs> Right. So, and then he ended up winning Oscar still. So, I think Colin can still do that. And I think like the movie itself could also win those same two awards that Manchester won after an original screenplay. Yeah. I think that seems uh, pretty potentially likely. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still sticking with Austin in first for now. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm not doing anything. Again, I don't like to predict my favorites. <laughs> so. Um, next, we have uh, on my list. Oh, well, we'll go to some. I mean, I'm just going to go to supporting. I, I, I apologize to Best Animated Motion Picture. It's next on the, on the list of nominees I have, but um, we'll go to supporting. Hang on. Supporting actress in any motion picture, Joyce. The nominees are Angela Bassett, Carrie Condon, Jamie Lee Curtis, Dolly DeLeon, and Carrie Mulligan for She Said. Your fave. And I got one out of four. Are we happy? <laughs> yeah, I was happy because it didn't show up anywhere else. I got one out of four. I got Jamie Lee Curtis, who I expect to win here because she's the queen of the Golden Globes. She is. This is, um, I think, her eighth nomination with them. Uh, Carrie Condon, I didn't, I think we'll get into the Oscars, but I was just like, maybe the Globes, even if they like I don't them. know why you did. And we talked about this last week. I was like, mm-hmm. Banshees is such a Globesy movie. I had Janelle Monet for Glass Onion, which felt like really Globesy and bore out as really Globesy, but not. Uh, Hong Chow for The Whale, which they just completely blanked The Whale, except for Brendan, it seems. Uh, Claire Foy for Women Talking and Kiki Palmer for Nope, I put in here. Um, I only got Carrie and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis here. So uh, yesterday during my, I guess, like sort of epiphany about women talking potentially being one in Miami, I was like, I don't think both Jesse and Claire are getting in, but I don't know who to drop. So I just kept both of them. And right. They both missed. So we talked about this, like with the Oscars, I've been wanting to drop one of them, if not you both. You just don't know who. <laughs> but now I might just drop both because I'm actually not sure that there's enough passion for either of them to get one of them in at the Oscars. I know the Globes doesn't mean anything to the Oscars. Big blaring sign, but I'm like, it just feels like that's what this is. Well, it's also like now, you know, more like regionals are announcing too. And it's, it feels like they're just alternating. Like one of them gets in on in one and not the other. And like Jesse was also runner up at LA yesterday uh, with Brian Tyree Henry. And a They're lot of these, uh, a lot of these awards are like doing like a give up, like we're just going to give it to the ensemble. Like the Spirit Awards did that, right? They gave it the Altman Award where it's like, you don't have to, nom- then we don't have to pick anybody from this. We're just going to say, hey, the movie's good. Or, you know, and- if you're Boston, you tie it with Jackass. Right. So. Obviously. Um, that's like how a lot of these places are doing it. And if the Oscars had an ensemble category, I think like that would be something to consider for women talking. But right now I'm like, I don't know. I'm What if it just doesn't, get in like this would this is a, a hilarious supporting actress nominations list that did very easily be the oscars list i love this category so much and this is the chaos that i want so like more of this please just like, like could, one this or two people easily... overlapping it could just be carrie the only one she could be like the mark rylance of this year like seven years ago and, and she could win yeah <laughs> so um yeah i'm definitely gonna make a lot of changes to my supporting i i, I think i think I'm going to make a lot of changes at the Oscars uh, for my picks because I just think I'm going to have to take, I'm going to take out the women talking uh, women. You're going to take out both of them. I might actually. Yeah. I'll see what I I, I would, I, I could see putting them back, especially if like SAG, like whatever, but I'm just, I'm not convinced that enough people are watching it or talking about it. And then also I don't think even they're if still, they yeah, love it, it, they're going to be able to pick one or both. And so I think their issue is, Okay, so I think right now a win for the film in this category is probably out of the question unless things like really change. You know, I mean, like this, we still don't know who's the front runner here because it's like such a mess, which is great. But um, I, 
you know, like usually when there are double nominees, like, and one of them is the frontrunner to win, the consensus would have formed around that person right. already, you know? So, and uh, we don't have that here. Um, we still, we don't know like any frontrunner at all, basically. And then even if you get like double noms in the category who are not frontrunners, like uh, Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz for the favorite, like they were still getting in in places you know they're just like there to play runner-up to regina king um so like claire and jesse are not even getting in or or at least not not even together in a lot of places too it just is it just seems like the enthusiasm is not greater for any of them it is an ensemble movie it is like legitimately like an ensemble movie and so to pick one or two out of your faves I think it's just too much of an ask, basically. And for to imagine both of them getting in seems like wild, especially because A, the category, like like I got one out of four here, one out of five, and I don't think my picks are that crazy, right? Like I'm not making like cr- wild leaps. You got two out of five and you're we're also pretty stable, I would say, certainly better than mine. But I'm like, you could fill out this category with any number of women. And I don't know if they would both, would they take two out of the five spots at the Oscars? then i don't know so like i think i think like carrie is safe so do you think carrie could win carrie condon we're talking about here do you think she could win at the globes based on how the movie performed here yeah i could see i it's i think it would be between her and jamie lee curtis or do you think it's her and angela bassett also I don't I don't know if they would actually give Angela the win. I mean it did not show up really anywhere else. Yeah, like I think this is kind of like here's the nomination. <clears throat> and then I yeah, I don't know. I mean like in turn in at in SAG, I can see the Carrie, Jamie Lee, and Angela getting in. I don't know about Dolly and Carrie Mulligan. I could see Carrie. We've talked. I mean, I love Carrie Mulligan. I could see her getting in if they have watched the movie. I don't know if people enough people have seen the movie. Um, I think I think they have watched the movie. I just yeah. Um, I think that I think Angela, Jamie Lee, and Carrie Condon are pretty set for SAG as well. Yeah, like SAG is the most populous. And then we're gonna get to the Oscars and have them as the three potentially that I'm gonna have to start predicting Angela Bassett at the Oscars choice, I guess. Well, the thing with the SAG ballot too, the the nomination process is not preferential like the Oscars right. where you need passion, like it's it's not ranked. So it's just right. whoever has the most appearances. So it doesn't matter if you're like number one or number five on right. the ballot. That's true. You just appear a lot. I mean, Angela could easily be like this year's Bradley Cooper or Ben Affleck. Yeah, like she could totally miss at the end. And yeah, yeah I could see that happen. Like she, so uh, not to jump ahead, but like I, I put in Eddie Redmayne here. Yeah, I almost did. Last night. And he got I in. got him in. And, I, and I've had him in at SAG and I, and I don't have him at the Oscars. So right. I could see that happening to Angela too. Right. Might be right. Um, let's do that. Next category. Brent, uh, supporting actor, Joyce. Uh, Brendan Gleeson. Barry Keoghan. Ba- Brad Pitt for Babylon. Keo Kwan for Everything Everywhere. And Eddie Redmayne for The Good Nurse. I got uh, three out of five here but I'm not surprised at any of these nominees. So I don't know if that says anything or not. My other two were Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans and Tom Hanks for Elvis Choice. Maybe we'll have to give up. Him. Maybe I'm going to have to give up the ghost on his Elvis Pitt nomination, um, which I think would be music to some people's ears. I, I believe when I forget who was writing in was just like Elvis, is he's not, not going to get in for Elvis. I think it was David wrote that in. 
for the Oscars. I don't have a minute at Oscars. I have a minute <laughs> at SAG, I think, still for Elvis. Um, yeah, I didn't have Tom here. I so like last night I put in I dropped Brad for Ben Wishaw. Okay. And then I was like, I want to get Eddie Redmayne too. So then I was like, should I drop Ben or oh no, I dropped Barry too. So then I was like, should I drop so I drop Barry or Paul Dano? <laughs> For Eddie and I dropped the wrong person. Wow. So yeah. I've had Paul Dano out in a lot of places. I think that the performance is too quiet, even though he's awesome in the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna Yeah, I should have just like make it in Barry because I was like, it's it's such a Globes movie and they love Mario Madonna. So I dropped the wrong person. Having rewatched it last week, I would say Barry is amazing in the movie. And I might, I'm going to put him back in probably in the Oscars because I had dropped him out. He's so good in it though. He's great. That the, all four of them. I, I don't know. Like Colin is my favorite of them, um, of the four, but Barry. Colin is probably my favorite though. I think Carrie and Brad, uh, um, Carrie and Barry are also as good as Colin. I would actually like no shade to Brendan Gleeson, but like he i would rank him last of the four same there's still yeah. all four of them are still like light years ahead of a lot of things i've seen this year yeah so. no it's true i mean brendan gleason would definitely be the last on my list but he's like better than 95 percent yeah i think it's i think it's kind of i i don't know i've talked to like someone about this his performance um brendan gleason's in this and i think it's kind of it's just like the character i think a lot of people don't understand um his attentions and why he's like breaking up with Colin you know because his he's kind of his thoughts are kind of impenetrable even when he explains himself right um but anyway yeah (laughs) I mean I think that's the point of the movie so it's like it is the character but like he does a really good job and actually he ends up generating a lot of sympathy for his character when I think Mm -hmm. another actor would not have any oh yeah totally like if Doing the stuff that he does in that movie, if another actor did it, it, you would just be like, this is ridiculous. It would not work. Yeah. Um, Kiyokuan won again at the LA Film Critics, right, this weekend? Did he win? Yeah. He tied with, well, tied. Um, He was one of the two two winners with Dolly, so. Do you think Brendan wins here, though? Or do they just, is this the Kiyokuan steamroll? He didn't didn't win at NBR, which we were kind of surprised by. Yeah, he lost. He took an L. He um, took an to L. Brendan. Yes, that was the one yeah. time Brendan won here so far. Um, I but he's he been won. rubber stamped by both elitist critics groups in New York and LA. As uh... yes, um, so yeah, he just he he like Kate just needs National Society for the trifecta. I mean, I still think Hugh Kwan's going to win, but I would not be surprised if Brendan won. I guess I just think the team. I guess it just depends on how many they want to give to each everything everywhere all at once and banshees because they have guaranteed they each have guaranteed lead acting wins i think they'll both win lead actor i think you're right i think he'll win i think hugh kwan will win supporting actor and they also give it to jamie lee curtis in supporting actress or carrie condon (laughs) so i think the two it could flip a coin are supporting actress and then screenplay but i think it'll win screenplay i think banshees win screenplay um and I think it could you could flip a coin too for best comedy musical. I mean, like if Banshees won that, I wouldn't be surprised. But I no. think everything everywhere would win. Yeah. Um, so a lot of fun. They, so, could, they could each walk away with three, right? Yeah. yeah. So. so again, none of this has any bearing on the Oscars. That said, let's talk about how this affects the Oscars, or just didn't think about it. Uh, Fableman supporting actors, Joyce. How do you think that'll shape out? 
I haven't had Judd in for a while. Like I've only had Paul in. And you're going to keep Paul in? See, I would pick Judd over Paul if I was picking one. I have. I mean, I think Judd would get in. No, like I, I, because I dropped Judd to put in Barry. So I'm just going to have double Banshees and Paul. See, I and might I, have double I Banshees. I also have and Ben. None. So that's my other. Right. And then obviously Key in first. So. I mean, I might have double Banshees and then not any Fable Wins actor then. Because none of them got in here. <laughs> No, because I think Judd Hirsch is the one who would get in. I just think the Paul Dano performance is too quiet. And I guess you could say it's like Jesse Plemons and Power of the Dog or whatever. And he's definitely better than Jesse Plemons and Power of the Dog and has more to do. But I don't know. I just don't think that it will break through with some of these like big, broad performances. So you would have you would have Key Kwan, Brendan Gleeson, Barry Keoghan, Judd Hirsch, and then who's your fifth? Probably Brad. I think Brad could get in. It's really good performance. And the movie hasn't totally flopped to the consternation of people who don't like it. Well, it's also not out yet. Yeah, but it's already, people have already made their opinions on it. So it doesn't need they to be. They have, <laughs> but um, I think the review embargo is this Friday, right? I think so. And I mean, it'll definitely, I mean, when I say flop, I mean like understanding that every movie flops at the box office now, Joyce, that there's no, that, that me, world has, the word has no meaning now because every movie is a flop uh so no but it's 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 gonna and black panther i would say this movie has um even though none of my friends have heard of it it has more awareness than some other movies that are coming out in the next week besides avatar (laughs) um yeah i guess we'll see i definitely think barry it will get in though uh, at the oscars now as well i guess do you think he'll get in at sag i don't know who i have at sag um Banshees is serving um, individual noms, but no ensemble. Exactly right. Isn't that funny? So this is like, mm-hmm. I mean, this is exactly why I didn't predict Carved the Dog getting ensemble mm-hmm. last year. It's like, it's just, it's just not happening. It's another favorite, another marriage story. Yeah, because there's only, it's like four, three or four actors that you're considering. You're not thinking about the rest of the ensemble. And that's literally, it's not just because sometimes you have a case where in the film itself, it's. The, the ensemble is larger, but because of SAG rules and the title cards, it's fewer actual nominees. But in Banshee's case, it's just the four of them, really, in the movie and in the title card case. Yep. So, um, For Best Director, Joyce, uh, the nominees were James Cameron for Avatar, The Daniels for Everything Everywhere, Baz Luhrmann for Elvis, Martin McDonough for Banshee's, and Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. I got four out of these five. I had Todd Field for Tar instead of James Cameron for Avatar. Um, I also have four because I uh, I put in James last night, but I kept Sarah. So <laughs> mm, who'd you take out? Um, that I was it Todd? I guess I guess I it must okay. Have, I don't even you know. had Baz Luhrmann in though. No. So then that's who you missed, I guess. Well, well, yeah, because I had Sarah in. in right, Sarah. right, right. I had James. I put in James. Right. No, I know that. I was like trying to figure out who you put out for who <laughs> what your odd one was. Okay. But um, I never had Boz in, if that's what you're okay, asking. Okay, okay. Um, do you think Boz? I think. Do you think Boz can get a director nomination in the Oscars, or will he get a director? I, I nomination can see him getting DGA before yes. Oscars. I could see a lot, a lot of these people getting DGA and then not getting at the Oscars because they're so snobby. I mean, I think Todd Field will get in at the Oscars. I just feel like it's too much of the auteur movie to not get in. Yeah, and the thing is, they don't really have like basically Tar is not their only but the most the t- the top like highbrow pick 
Certainly both critics groups have said Tar is the best movie. I'm sorry, LA tied it with everything everywhere. It's just wonderful. Yeah, another, this is Gravity their fourth tie in yeah. Best Picture. Just um, I think we've talked about this and you could have Steven Spielberg is the only one you felt comfortable predicting. At this point, I would say Steven Spielberg is still the only one I would feel comfortable predicting for the Oscars. But I think the cases for Martin McDonough and the Daniels are increasing every day. I I still don't think I have Martin in at the Oscars, even though I want to put him in. Um, who did I have in at the Oscars? I don't remember. Um, imagine if he got snubbed again for another top three movie. <laughs> that's why i put him in because it's a top three movie i guess he could get snubbed certainly like he did for three billboards i i feel like the daniels will get in i, I feel I like i need to just drop sarah now yeah i, I mean i definitely sarah. would drop sarah for mine if i still have her in i don't think baz Luhrmann would get it i think it would i think if i was gonna right now if you asked me to predict the directing oscar nominations it would be spielberg the daniels mcdonough todd field and james cameron and i would not have baz Luhrmann in um yeah i wouldn't predict boz for the oscars i yeah i could see him getting in a dga and then not getting in the oscars yeah here i'll i'll drop sarah right now from the oscars who are you gonna put in i'll, I'll put in martin nice because i've always wanted um oh no what did i just click uh that's not oh i i accidentally clicked off i oh, hate no. these ads i accidentally clicked off todd okay i mean i feel like todd missing here means nothing it, i think that at all and no. i think he'll easily get in at the oscars honestly in the end but um, um martin okay i'll put martin into i have ss Raju muli i don't want to drop him because i just love having him there but i do think mcdonough will get in so i'll drop him in too <laughs> I mean, I think like you said, like the fact of the matter is, and it doesn't mean anything because we've seen the top movies don't necessarily correlate to director at all. So maybe it's flawed thinking, but at the same time, like it's clear that the, the, everything everywhere in Banshees and the Fablemans are probably top three, or maybe, I mean, the Fablemans maybe isn't, but at least he's Spielberg is going to get it. Well, in. I mean, in terms of best picture, like I think say the top three are like everything everywhere, Fablemans and Top Gun Maverick, but Top Gun Maverick is probably not going to get into director. No. <laughs> uh i was talking to one of my friends and we were thinking uh, this week and he was saying this and i kind of agree and it wouldn't be awesome top gun maverick winning at the pga awards oh no i i think that's entirely possible so then if it wins a pga what do you think would win a sag ensemble everything everywhere I think so yeah it would it would be pga top gun maverick sag ensemble everything everywhere dga spielberg and then going into best picture like that. I mean, I think Top Gun Maverick, I, I, by the, you know that by March, I'll have Top Gun Maverick winning. I'll just talk. I mean, I can't believe you don't already. So. I got can't predict my face, Joyce. You just anti-dick the ones you loathe. So. <laughs> but you haven't, I don't loathe. It's, it's because you haven't talked to anyone from Top Gun Maverick yet. That's why. It's not just that I anti-dick the ones I loathe because there are movies I definitely don't like that I have getting in uh, and that I've done interviews for probably too in the past. But I would say, uh, I don't know. I just, I didn't put Ray Fiennes in. I just didn't you, think. You're, you, you, you anti-dick the ones that are like fringe contenders anyway. So you don't, you care less about them getting in because you, you don't feel like you're obligated to predict them. That's right. For like Ray Fiennes, I just didn't care about Yeah, because he's not going to be a factor. So that's why you're right. anti-dick. And I didn't, Even and I would. And on paper, he makes so much sense. <laughs> I definitely think he makes sense. And we talked about it when you made the pick. I was like, it definitely makes sense. I would also say that like, 
in my defense, the comedy actor here had more potentially good nominees than comedy actress. Uh, Annie Taylor Joy was like, there's like three people in that category you could take seriously as an as a nominee, and Annie Taylor Joy was clearly going to get in. Yeah, but it's also like he's Ray Fiennes, yeah, and that like that. I mean, like before that movie or pe- that movie was seen like people assumed like he was supporting and it's like no he's actually the lead of the movie <laughs> i had him in as uh i had him in supporting actor remember before way back when because when, I was when so everyone thought like it. nicholas holt was the lead of this movie it's like no he's actually the supporting character in the movie. <laughs> um all right next up we have screenplay joyce uh the nominees are the Todd Field for Tar, the Daniels for Everything Everywhere, Martin McDonough for Banshees, Sarah Polly for Women Talking, and Steven Spielberg in the Cush for Fablemans. Um, five for five for me. I went four for five because I had Glass Onion in instead it's of in tar. the tank for Glass Onion. I am. It's a great movie. Why wouldn't I be? It's so good. But I was kind of. I mean, I know the original did not get nominated here. I don't think either did it. No, it did. I think it did get nominated. Right? Did Knives Out get nominated? at the globes um for screenplay i thought it um no it didn't didn't. it didn't no no because they it only have one yeah uh quentin won right but was it nominated no 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 it just i know that's why it makes sense that it it got it got it got the two acting nominations for anna de armas and daniel craig right and this time it just got the one acting nomination yeah. and then the picture. Even though, even though it, the their second potential nomination was in a completely unsettled category. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I mean, no notes here. This is great. Todd Field for Tar, I'm fine with. And like, I had him in for director. So like, obviously I thought that they would like that movie in some capacity, but they went with the screenplay instead of him as director. Which leads me to believe he was probably sixth for director. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of because you don't like. I, I I don't think we'll be seeing the Elvis screenplay anywhere. So you don't think? Hmm. No. What about uh, a Top Gun? But that that movie is very much um, a, a Buzz Lerman movie. Yeah. So. Um, and then for animated features, that's the last one we have in the prediction center, and then we'll go through the other categories that we didn't get to predict. But uh, animated feature, the nominees were. Uh, Pinocchio, sorry, let me find it. I have it. Hang on. Pinocchio Inuo, which is a G Kids movie that I did not have in. Uh, Marcel the Shell, Puss in Boots, and Turning Red. I got four out of five. Same. Uh, I had my father's dragon, but the G Kids movie gets it. Sure. Um, I think I had Wendell and Wild. Yeah. So. And that wasn't the only place Pinocchio showed up, Joyce, because in score. Uh, the nominees are Carter Burwell for Banshees, Alexander Desplat for Gamera del Toro's Pinocchio, Hilder Agudendodder for Women Talking, Justin Hurwitz, my boy, for Babylon, and John Williams for The Fablemans. This is a great category. We have a lot of great scores this year, and I every time I look at it in my Oscar predictions, I'm like, I don't even want to touch this because I, I, like, I already know I'm leaving out so many good scores and so many good people um, <laughs> that I would want to nominate, but... Yeah, this is so, this is a solid lineup. This is a solid lineup, and I think I would. I mean, I have John Williams for the Fablemans. I have in and Gil, and Hilder. I have in for Women Talking. I think those two are pretty set at the Oscars. I I haven't display in an Oscars, so so I haven't um, had display in, but I've had Carter Burwell in because I love that score for Banshees. I, I haven't been too, and I have Justin in for Babylon because it's an amazing score. 
So I have four of these five, I think, for the Oscars. And then I think my last one is maybe back to Black Panther, though I'm not sure. I don't think that would get oh, in. Oh, you dropped Bertel? I did drop Bertel, yeah. Um, let me see what I actually have there. I think my fifth one is... You have a um, display and who else? I think my my last one is um, Reznor Ross for <laughs> Empire of Light. <laughs> oh, nice. I mean, that's it a good It is a good score. score. Yeah, I have... Uh, I have all of these and then I have Black Panther as well. I I'll tell you what, I know the Black Panther reasoning because it's a sequel and it's like he won, so like they're not gonna like it's like a repeat, but I, I interviewed him. I interviewed Ludwig Joyce. Well that, that's why you put him in. Don't it's not why I put him in, but I'll tell you what, I had to listen to the score a lot before interviewing him. I didn't have to, but I wanted to, right? So I could just be like it. And I gotta say, none of this really resonated with me watching the movie, but like listening to his score. It's incredibly detailed and so much different than the original one that I feel like he should get in because of the work on the score. It's like really good. It's like incredibly good, but I don't know if he'll get in. I could see this blog getting in for Pinocchio. It seems like an easy one. And I could see the Oscars kind of just mirroring the same five that the Golden Globes in here, um, leaving out Empire of Light, uh, Avatar, Batman, Woman King, Glass Onion, RRR, She Said, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, this could very well be the Oscar five. Yeah, definitely. So. And then for Song Joyce, they nominated Carolina from Where the Crawdads Sing by future Searchlight filmmaker Taylor Swift. Chow Papa uh, for Pinocchio, Desplat, a double nominee this year. Hold My Hand, hell yeah, from Top Gun Maverick, Lady Gaga. Lift Me Up, the Rihanna song with a... Uh, Ludwig and Ryan Coogler as co-writers and not to not to somehow so and not to not to from RRR which is a great great moment um again I could see this very easily mirroring the Oscars list I don't know a strong category in general Um, I I would I would vote for not to not to I mean, not to not is great, and in, in the use in the movie is amazing yeah that's what I'm I'm all about like I don't I don't want an end credit song I mean, if I was picking songs that I really love, it's not to not to and hold my hold my hand is like legitimately great and it's great in Top Gun. So I think that could get in. I don't think like I would be shocked if Carolina got in at the Oscars. Uh, no, the the Globe. This is not the nomination here is not surprising because no. I think it's her fourth nomination at the Globes. Yeah. Um, but the Oscars uh, are are not uh, you know that they're not Swifties. No, and um, I don't think I, I've. I have not watched Pinocchio yet. It's on Netflix right now. I can watch it. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. Um, I like that song. It's a cute song. I've heard very polarized opinions about the music, though. At least in my circles, people. Some people like. I mean, like you just it. have to. It's just like I think it it works well in the context of the movie. Would I listen to this song on my Spotify? No. Right. Probably. So. Um, <laughs> I think if I was betting for the Oscars, I think. Three of these would likely get in. I do think Lift Me Up will get in because of Rihanna and Black Panther and the way it's used in the movie is emotional. as an end credits song. Yeah, the, the it's used as an end credit song. Very emotional. <laughs> um, Hold My Hand and Not To Not To, I think are pretty set also. And then I don't know what else. I mean, there's a lot of like famous people who have songs like Billie Eilish, right? Doesn't she have another one? And yeah, there's a, there's a lot of pop stars The Weeknd and Avatar. It could be a very pop star heavy lineup. I don't think it will be. Obviously, Diana Warren is back right. with another song. Honorary Oscar winner, Diane Warren. 
I mean, um, she could definitely get in. Wouldn't it be funny if she wins this year uh, an Oscar? I mean, that's happened before. It happened to Spike. Yep. So. Um, I mean, will RRR win here at the Oscars? That would be pretty cool. Not to, not to. Um, the reason I would argue yeah, it could so win. it, But, like, I, I, my fear is that it's another Husevic situation. So we talked about, we were very in the tank for Husevic and we were like, oh, when you want, like, it's the only one, if you go on the Academy website and hit play on the songs to hear it's what like, they it's like actually in the movie, in the movie. <laughs> it's actually in the movie. So not do not do is an absolutely show-stopping musical number in RRR, like truly amazing stuff. So if people are watching it, they're going to be like, damn, this is cool. I love this, but it didn't work. I do you think people are watching the movie. So that's, that's. I do that's think people are watching it, the movie too. So. And I think it could get in for Best Picture. You've gotten me on that train. You kind of have talked about that a lot. And I think it could be a 10th nominee, probably. I know. I feel like I want to... I'm so uneasy about having three sequels in Best Picture. And I'm, like, very close to dropping Glass Onion. So I might be, too. I have it. I think I have it at 10th right now. My 10th for Best Picture, we, not, we don't need to do the Oscars, but then we'll wrap up here and then come back for TV, I guess, Joyce. But my 10 for best picture right now at the Oscars, which I don't think I would change right now based on anything that happened at the Globes. But I have Fableman's, Everything Everywhere, Top Gun are the top three. Then I have Elvis and Banshees, four or five. I have Avatar in sixth, Tar in seventh, Women Talking in eighth, Women Woman King in ninth, and Glass Onion in tenth. I have Drop Babylon, and I don't have RRR. Yeah, so I have Babylon and Glass Onion at 9 and 10. And I'm like, I want to drop one of them for like RR or Woman King. And I don't know. I feel like Babylon could be just one of those movies that the Oscars nominate doing well so far. Um, outside of the Globes, obviously, which where it was expected to do well. But, you know, it didn't make AFI or NBR. So that's um, why I took it out, because it doesn't seem like like potentially but it that, also that just bad. seems like something that could get in in a field of 10 like carried on by the text you know um certainly i think it's going to get like i do think even if it doesn't get best picture i still have it getting like six or seven nominations right because i have two acting nominations and i have uh sound i would put it in even though the shortlist aren't yeah, it's like, like, it, like it score. feels like it could be like this year's nightmare alley I, nightmare alley was not polarizing like that's that the one, difference but it was just like clearly carried by the tax and so yeah i've considered dropping that and i've considered dropping glass onion because i'm like i have three sequels in here so woman king i think is pretty solid i would say for a couple of reasons a uh like you said earlier it is a hit or at least was a hit right like especially compared to some of these movies that we've seen uh lately that's not something that is to sniff at at this point right like people saw woman king uh b it came out much earlier and i think we've talked about this too like having time to like get people to watch it and like kind of like it has mm -hmm. probably will pay off this year, right? Like a September-ish release for this. Um, I think it's going to get a nomination to the PGA Awards and I think it will get a SAG Ensemble nomination too. So then I'm like- I haven't had a SAG. So then I'm like, okay, then I think that would like easily lead to an Oscar nomination. Um, if I put all, how stable do you think woman, women talking is? I, I think it's, it's sort of, similar to tar in that that's like an option for like the higher brow voters 
yes you know it's weaker than tar i think the problem is tar is much more critically acclaimed it it is but like i think there's like i think there's room for both of them right definitely and i have it in but i mean i used to have women, women talking like in in the top five now i have it at like ninth i think most people had it in like the top five so. <laughs> no the, and with glass onion joys we love the movie i absolutely love it it's a, my it's one of my five favorite movies of the whole year and i would love to see it get in i do think that from a visibility standpoint it kind of backfired only putting it out for a week i know it doesn't really matter and like everybody's seeing it it's gonna be still seen doing events when but it like it just feels like it should if imagine would the conversation be different if it was like still in theaters and like everybody was still talking about it incessantly instead of now having talked about it incessantly for like a week and now waiting another two weeks for it to come out it is awkward because you you really can't have a conversation publicly about the movie like talking spoilers and if you look at like not that legacy right And not that a legacy media matters, certainly, but like if you look at like how like every week it feels like there's another article about tar or something that people are like focusing on, right? Like about these movies, just to keep them in the conversation. Like even if tar was a relative, another quote unquote flop, right? Um, Glass Onion, like you said, no one's really writing about it or talking about it because you're tar not allowed has to. Impact because of Lydia Tar, she is an icon. So. Right. But I'm like, I think if Glass Ending was still out and people were able to like dissect it and talk about it. Yeah, because you would, if, if this were a traditional release, like the first Glass Onion right. um, by Lionsgate, like the, by the by Cyber Monday, because they were both like Thanksgiving weekend releases, this one for just a week, by, by the Monday after, you would be able to talk about it and talk about the spoilers and twists and everything. But you still have, like now, you still have to keep a lid on it. And until you know uh it hits netflix next week right um but like it will be seen it will be watched it'll be a huge hit we know and maybe maybe i'll like eat crow because i mean like i still have it in i like i said i love it so i would love to see it get in but i'm like and maybe when it comes back to netflix in two weeks or a week and a half or whatever and then everybody's talking about it at the right time and it ends up being like a great strategy because like people are going to be tired of talking about everything else and they've already seen avatar and babylon is polarizing and woman talking doesn't really have any kind of like great uh cultural film twittery thing and then all of a sudden everybody's talking about glass onion and voters are like oh man i guess i really gotta consider glass onion that kind of thing like through osmosis yeah i like it's i i don't know if like they when they're voting they're just thinking about like oh I'm voting for like three sequels. Like I think it can get in, but it's just kind of. I don't think they do. I I, I don't think it would matter. But I think it could get in. I don't think it, if it doesn't get in, I don't think it because it's a sequel. I think it's just because. Like it's it's the weakest of the three sequels that I have in. I also think because like so like Avatar, we're gonna say easily would get in like similar like what you're saying to Babylon because of the crafts, right? Like it's gonna get like a lot of below the line attention. Yeah, and it's also just you know speaking of legacy, like it's just the the james cameron and and top gun is uh the mad max of this year or matrix or whatever and it's going to get like a ton of uh, attention below the line and people love the movie and it was the biggest hit and it's clearly going to get in so then glass onion not a lot of below the line support even though i think i would argue it should be for like production design and editing and score if i was doing my own personal list it would be in all three of those um you know, not as much, it's not like an Avatar or Top Gun in that area. And then it's an awesome movie, but it's going to have 
enough ones to offset like an RRR, which could have like a lot of ones, a small but mighty amount of ones. I I don't know. Like it's also it's it's a crowd pleaser, just like RRR and the Woman King too. So if yeah. you're just looking to like fill it out that way, it is. I think RRR could have more international flavor as well, like because it's not an American movie. Yeah, I mean, I again, I would feel better about it if it was India's pick. <laughs> right. Um, but it, I could yeah. also say, does that mean? <laughs> I don't even know how many voters are aware that it's not India's pick. It seems like a lot of people aren't aware that it's not India's pick. I wonder too if it, if people are like, oh, it's not India's pick. Will they then be like, oh, I got to put it? You know, like we said, maybe that actually helps it because it would have been easy. Yeah, there is there is that a very illogical thinking with documentaries and um non-english films and animated films is like i could take care of them here yes. i don't have we, to we've seen that a lot so then if they can't take care of rrr in the international category where they feel like it should be then maybe they will just put it in for best picture you could see that happening mm. it would be cool i don't know i have knives out right at the end it's hanging knives out and women talking you're like hanging on like this but did you have face. glass onion in like fourth last week yeah because it's a great movie but obviously it doesn't matter if it's great it just is like what people are going to pick and like what we're well, it's not that it's just also like data points the the context around yeah, it the data points around the, it are like not yeah. when you're putting them in the beginning when there's no data it's just like i could put like what i think is the best i mean i would have she said in like second it's not you even you did anything. have she said in I second did. <laughs> i did it was great it's a great movie and but again that's why i don't movie. like i i like that movie a lot but i'm like i just i don't know about this and i put it in tenth for like a week <laughs> well now it's gone from mine too um so that's the Globes, Joyce. We did it. Uh, the Globes are, when When are they, Joyce? January uh They're 10th? Tuesday, January 10th. And then the very next morning is SAG nominations. Wow. So that's going to be great. That's awesome. So we could do a, a post-Globes podcast and then uh, next morning, SAG nominations. Why even sleep? Just I don't pull know. an all-nighter. Great. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, uh, we'll, we'll come back and talk about TV, Joyce, where my favorite show, The White Lotus, was represented. Did you watch the finale? Oh, hell yeah. It's the best. White Lotus is better than most of the movies we talked about today. And I don't even like TV that much, but it's awesome. I know. You're you're such a TV hater. I'm such I a movie guy. Mr. Yeah. Movie guy over here. Mr. You're, movie. You're the people who would be like, this film is a 10-hour movie, which I hate. One of my biggest pet peeves. I don't want a 10-hour movie, but I do want a 3-hour No, but that's movie how people, that's how filmmakers describe it when they're encroaching on TV. Right. No, put some respect on TV. It's its own medium. If you want to make a movie, make a movie. If you're going to make a TV show, respect the medium and make a TV show. I mean, I agree with that, Stan. That's good. We'll end it there. Joyce, I couldn't have said it better myself. All right, see you later. <laughs> Bye. For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at Gold Derby. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.